Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Oh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Recruiting Every Second, the show on the Believe Podcast Network that has you covered for everything that is SEC football recruiting. I am your host, Blaine Gilmer. You can follow me on Twitter using at BGilmer18 and follow the show using at recruiting underscore SEC. And today, we are pleased to bring you a show that is all about the SEC West. There is so much going on in the world of recruiting in the SEC West. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are very competitive when it comes to, to their their team, especially the fan bases out there in the SEC West. Alabama has kind of been the the face that runs the place, if you will. They've been the face of not only the SEC West, the face of college football, with except for maybe a year in there where LSU uh, – came in there and, you know, really turned the college football world upside down with Joe Burrow and what they were able to do over there under Ed Orgeron in that magical year of 20, the 2019 National Championship. But, ladies and gentlemen, it has been all about Alabama so far, and right now recruiting is the only way to really try to change that and, and get back in, in, in good graces so to speak, be able to topple the legend that is Nick Saban, who just signed a contract extension through 2028, so the 2028 season. So there is a lot to cover here on this show that will focus around the SEC West. Later on, we'll have a feature interview that is with Miss Julie Bodwin of Tiger Details. Tiger Details is the LSU affiliate for the Rivals Network, and no one covers LSU football and LSU football recruiting better than Julie Bodwin, and we will have her on later in the show as LSU is one of those prominent programs, the one that really has the best chance at recruiting year in and year out up against Alabama. So we're going to talk about where each SEC West team stands in the Rivals team ranking right now. Speaking of Rivals, guys, I am a – writer and recruiting analyst with UGASports.com. So if you want to catch things not only about just Georgia, there's SEC content on there. Uh, each and every day there's new content going on. Rivals, UGASports.com is where you can find some of my work over there. And, you know, I I enjoy 
the covering the the Georgia recruits because it overlaps with so many ACC teams, like I said. So go check it out over there. If you enjoy the pod, you'll enjoy the work over there. And wanted to tell everybody that today the show is brought to you by Bet Online. Guys, if you are someone that enjoys putting a little extra action on a game, if you're someone who just likes to follow the the betting odds, follow what the lines are, the different prop bets, anything like that, Bet Online has you covered for all of it. So Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. And it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. I mean, free to sign up. What's that gonna hurt? Just make sure you're, you know, betting responsibly, things of that nature. But Head to the web, head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts, and we're thankful for Bet Online to for presenting the show today, which I said here on Recruiting Every Second is all about the SEC West today. So you want to be a coach in the SEC West, huh? You want to. You want to be involved in that. You you think your team should compete at the top year in and year out. But let me give you a little rundown of the 2022 team rankings for rivals right now. LSU is sitting at number two with 12 commits, which Julie Bodwin will go in great detail on many of those later on. They finished fourth last year in the rankings. So LSU recruiting terrifically once again under Ed Orgeron over there. Mississippi State is the next team that comes in currently right now with 14 commits over there, ranked at number seven. Uh, Mississippi State kind of got really just skull-dragged by Ole Miss last year in the recruiting cycle. A lot of flips. Ole Miss was able to actually flip targets away from them, commitments away from them late on, and, you know, it wasn't a good situation. I've always said that the way – that you're able to improve your program and the way that you're able to turn things around is, one, through recruiting. Two, you have to lock down your state. You have to keep the best players in your state there. You have to keep the Georgias, the Alabamas, the LSUs, those type of the Clemsons, Ohio States from coming in and pulling that talent out of your state. And Mississippi has plenty of talent that – is from around that 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 state that area currently right now what is helping this class in the rankings is that Mississippi State has three four stars in Jacarius Clayton, Khalid Moore, and Don Terry Russell, and they are from Tupelo, Mississippi, Poplarville, Mississippi, and Jackson, Mississippi, respectively. Overall. Mississippi State has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight of their 14 current commitments from the state of Mississippi. That is a good start for Mike Leach and company. Of course, they're going to have to close strong to remain in these top 10 rankings, and there's a long way to go, but they sit currently at number seven. We move down to the next one. It is Texas A&M. Texas A&M is a program that under Jimbo Fisher will now be a perennial contender to be one of the top recruiting classes in the country. I'm talking about top two or three probably before it's all said and done 
Jimbo Fisher has all the resources he could ever want out there at Texas A&M, and they are just able to really impress recruits they bring in. These are official visits are impressive. They had several high-profile targets in the 2022 class and 2023 class. I know a linebacker in the 2023 class, specifically Tackett Curtis, is just a tremendous athlete, is going to be a force at outside linebacker at the next level. I saw a picture of him on his official visit out there. Tackett is from Louisiana, and Tackett was standing out there, you know, on the on the photo booth background type deal that they have out there that they take photo shoots on on all these unofficial visits. And Tackett standing there in full Texas A&M uniform, full regalia, if you will, and has a Stetson, you know, cowboy hat on. So uh, Texas A&M has a little bit of that. They're taking advantage of that Texas flair as well, but they're really enjoying this process under under Jimbo Fisher right now. Of course, all of the drama that is going on right now surrounds Texas A&M in Georgia where Texas A&M hired Nick Williams away from Georgia. Nick Williams, a former graduate assistant coach at the University of Georgia that was the main recruiter for Bear Alexander, Keithian Bear Alexander, and Dayon Smoke Bowie who have both been committed to Georgia for quite some time, each took a unofficial or each took an official visit over this past weekend. Once Nick Williams went to Texas A&M, he convinced both of them to be able to come take a official visit to Texas A&M, and apparently that Texas A&M official visit was all that it took as Keithian Bear Alexander and Dayon Smoke Bowie decommit from Georgia just a day apart from each other. So Georgia goes from having the number three ranked class, falls behind Notre Dame in the rivals rankings to the fourth ranked class after losing those two talented prospects. And if Texas A&M is to land those two, you will definitely see them jump way up inside that top 10, currently sitting at number 10 in the rivals rankings. So let's move on down to the next one is Arkansas, who sits, or actually, excuse me, Jumped over Alabama. Alabama is number 12 in the rankings, and they only have seven commitments. Yes, Alabama is that kind of juggernaut where they can only have seven commitments at this point, and they know that they can sit back and have those seven commitments because they can wait. They, they're they in it with some of the biggest talent out there. Right now, according to the rivals' rankings, Alabama ha- doesn't have a five-star committed yet, which I think – Quarterback Ty Simpson out of Martin, Tennessee. His father is the head coach at UT Martin. Then Ty Ty Simpson, guys, is going to be an unbelievable college quarterback. I think think he does earn his fifth star here before too long over on Rivals, and I think Ty Simpson is a guy who can come in because of his background being a – a son of a college football coach and being around college programs for most of his life, I think that Ty Simpson is a guy who can actually come in and compete with and beat out Bryce Young when he comes in next year. I think Bryce Young is tremendously talented. He's got a lot of skills. I'm not so sure he's going to have the greatest year. I'm not sure he's like, you know, a a right-handed 
uh, to a Valoa. I don't think any of those things about Bryce Young. There's some people that are, you know, even even mad that that uh, Tyson over there is not getting a shot at Alabama. We'll see what ends up happening. But I can tell you this: Ty Simpson, Emmanuel Henderson, these are both really talented players. They signed a they got another commitment from a four star Le'Veon Moss out of Baton Rouge. Uh, so that kind of gives you a heads up on what's going on with the Branson Robinson situation. They were really in on Branson Robinson, a running back out of Mississippi. Speaking of like you know, Mississippi, Mississippi State not in on Branson Robinson, who that would really help a class like theirs. However, Alabama ends up taking a commitment from Baton Rouge native Le'Veon Moss, not Branson Robinson. So that means Branson Robinson probably headed to the University of Georgia. I actually put a forecast in for him over on Rivals not too long ago. So look for Branson Robinson to end up at Georgia. But getting back here to the SEC West, Alabama is sitting pretty right now, being the 12th ranked team in the country. Of course, coming off another national championship, Nick Saban just signed an extension. Don't think that wasn't done for recruiting purposes, folks, because he wants these recruits that he's talking to now in the 2022 and 2023 class to know, hey, I'm going to be in here for the long haul. So look for Alabama to finish strong and just be excited if you're an Alabama fan about bringing in Ty Simpson because it's unbelievable the the quarterback play that I think he will bring to Tuscaloosa during his career. Like I said, the next team is Arkansas there with Sam Pittman. We did a deep dive with Mr. Kyle Sutherland of the Hog Talk podcast. Everybody out in Arkansas is extremely excited about what Sam Pittman has been able to do in recruiting so far and what he will continue to do. Because, Like I said, locking down the talent in your state, well, Sam Pittman is doing that. One of the biggest recruits, both figuratively and literally out of the state of Arkansas in quite a while of Marion Harris, who was offered by Alabama, maybe one of his first offers. I mean, this is not some, this is not some guy who slipped through the cracks or something like that. It's end up in Arkansas. This is a bona fide four star future NFL type talent in a Marion Harris at offensive tackle who is six foot seven, 338 pounds, four star out of little rock. So Sam Pittman is being able to not only do that, but he's going and expanding the map, going to get guys like Miles Rouser out in Belleville, Michigan, brings in a terrific, terrific running back in Rashad Dubion from Ellenwood, Georgia, Cedar Grove program there, who's a perennial state title contender. So four-star running back out of the heart of Georgia there. So Sam Pittman is able to use some of his past connections and also is locking down the state of Arkansas, some of the most talented players and prospects in the state of Arkansas. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven commitments from the state of Arkansas right now out of the total 10 commitments and the 14th ranked class in the rivals rankings. You can go check all the stuff out on Arkansas using uh, hogbeat.com, which is the rivals affiliate there for Arkansas. So alone, guys, just to recap here on Recruiting Every Second, I'm your host, Blaine Gilmer. We're covering the SEC West. Before we get to our feature interview with Julie Bowden, we have LSU at 2, Mississippi State at 7, 
Texas A&M at 10, Alabama at 12, Arkansas at 14, and then the other the other team that you have to look at here, Auburn is all the way down, like guys, all the way down at all the way down at number fifty four. They only have three commitments right now. Brian Harson's got a lot of work to do. Came in kind of late. We'll see what happens with Auburn guys, but this is going to be one of the classes that struggles a little bit uh, for the University of for Auburn, and it's going to be a a tough deal where one bad recruiting class can set you back years, guys. So Auburn will definitely have to finish strong. I know Mike Bobo and company are really good recruiters, so we will see, and Derek Mason on his staff, so we'll see how Auburn finishes, but. You know, as it stands right now, a class where you are well outside the top 25 even of the recruiting rankings, that is not a good deal for you in the SEC West. So we'll see if Auburn's able to Auburn's able to land some some big time recruits. Right now, they don't even have a, a holding uh, holding Garner is really out of Savannah, Georgia, out of Benedictine down there. Quarterback six three two fifteen. He's really their their star in the recruiting class that we'll see if they can build something around him. But right now it is not looking pretty for the Auburn Tigers. They sit at number 54. And then rounding out the SEC West is Ole Miss. Auburn only has three commits. Well, Ole Miss only has two. Uh, one four-star, Marquez Dorch, and then Larry Simmons. So, you know, Lane Kiffin's down there working on a lot of guys, taking a very calm, very assured approach, I'm sure. But still, going to be a lot of ground to catch up. I expect with a lot of these, a lot of these schools that are kind of taking a more sit back, being getting these evaluations in type approach, that there's going to be a flurry of commitments at some point, and expect Ole Miss to be no different when it comes to that. So, guys, that is our rundown of the SEC West. Again, I'm your host, Blaine Gilmer, here on Recruiting Every Second. You can follow the show using at recruiting underscore SEC. You can follow me using at bgilmer18 and make sure to go over to ugasports.com where I'm a writer and recruiting analyst for the ugasports.com website, which is the Georgia affiliate in the Rivals Network. And, guys, thank you so much for, for joining us here. Remember this episode is brought to you by bet online and bet online is going to bring you this feature interview that we have right now with miss julie bodwin and now that feature interview that we promised you here on recruiting every second we have julie bodwin of tiger details she's a reporter for tiger details which is the rivals affiliate lsu rivals affiliate julie thank you so much for joining us on this episode of recruiting every second thanks Blaine, for having me i i know i've been a little difficult to lock down um but we're in the first week of june and you know it's um it's busy recruiting time now that things open back up so i really appreciate you having me on the show it is totally understandable as to why you'd be hard to lock down with all of these recruiting visits going on, unofficial, official camps, seven on sevens, and nobody covers it better than Julie does over at Tiger Details. So go ahead and tell everybody exactly why you've been so busy. What's been going on down there in Baton Rouge here the last nine days or so? 
Yeah, I mean, what hasn't been going on? Um, obviously, things opened back up on June 1, um, and they have not slowed down since. Um, LSU had, I think it was about 15 visitors, unofficial visitors on campus June 1st, most of them in-state guys um, that, you know, it's easy to get to LSU on, on, a, on a weekday like that. They had a lot of big names in Baton Rouge um, for official visits on the first weekend, a, a couple of five stars, um, Julian Armella, Calvin Banks, Cam Dewberry. Those are three important in LSU's um, on LSU's board, I mean, they have to reload this year on the O-line, and those are three five-stars that, that they're making a hard push for. Um, they had a couple of four-stars taking official visits, Terrence Gibbs, and um, 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 and now they've, they've kind of moved on. You know, they've got a couple of uh, unofficials this week. There's guys um, stopping by with their seven-on-seven teams. I mean, um, there's over 30 visitors. Today's Wednesday. There's over 30 visitors. Um, it, it may be over, it may be pushing 40 um, on campus today. There's a there's a big group out of Texas, um, a big seven on seven squad out of Texas that that traveled in for for some of their guys to do private workouts with the staff and that sort of stuff. And then obviously uh, Harold Perkins, who is a highly highly sought after linebacker out of Texas with ties to Louisiana. He's originally from New Orleans. He's also in Baton Rouge this week. So uh, and then you know camp. You, you mentioned camps. LSU had multiple camps this past weekend. They have camps this weekend coming up and more official visitors this weekend. So it's really nonstop. And I would imagine for, for most schools, this is kind of how it's been. Um, it's just been chaotic. I, I don't know how they do it all. I don't know. I don't think they, the staff sleeps much um, because I haven't got much sleep in the last few days and, and I don't even work for the team. I just cover them. So I, I imagine it's a crazy time. It's a crazy time for everyone. Very little sleep going on, I'm sure, everywhere across the SEC country, and that's what we cover here on Recruiting Every Second, the show on the Believe Podcast Network that covers all things SEC recruiting. And just a reminder, we are here with Julie Bodwin of Tiger Details that covers all things LSU for the Rivals Network. And Julie, big-time recruiting is no stranger to LSU. Last year on the Rivals rankings, they finished fourth in the country in the class of 2021 and we're going to kind of touch on that class a little bit before we before we move on to the current cycle they're in they picked up five stars like sage ryan and mason smith in your experience julie with mason smith being out of uh home of louisiana is has there been many recruitments that have been bigger than Mason Smith in terms of everybody thought early on he was going to LSU, then a lot of teams, even Georgia, got heavily involved. There was the connection to Corey Foreman, but that was a that was one of the biggest recruitments that I've seen and been a part of in terms of teams coveting Mason Smith. What 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 just talk to us about that experience? Yeah. I mean so I don't know if you know this or not. Um we didn't talk about this, but I'm from Homa. So I, um, I covered Mason extensively last year. Um, I, I went to, I forget how many games they played, but I went to 80%, 90% of their games. I think I only missed one or two. Um, I was filming a documentary type, uh, thing on him that we released on Tiger Details, um, YouTube channel. So, um, I spent a lot of time with Mason. It's certainly, um, the, the most time that I've put in on a player, um, following the recruitment as closely as I did. The only other one that I would say could compare to that would probably be Leonard Fournette. Um, 
I'm, uh-huh. I was at a different, I was at a different website um, at that point in time. And I ne- wasn't necessarily covering recruiting. I was doing high school stuff in the New Orleans area at that point in time. So um, that was chaotic. Um, and that was in 2014. I, if I, if I'm recalling right, I think that's the class he graduated in. Um, so, you know, uh, six, seven years later, you know, the recruiting is obviously much bigger now than it was even then. And, you know, Leonard was the number one player um, in the country at, at that time. So, um, yeah, Mason's recruitment was um, insane. I mean, I, I spent, I would say, at least one day a week, but probably more um, with him, whether it was at school, you know, weight room filming them or at a game or um, on the weekends if he was training, or um, I mean, I, I I can't even I can't even tell you the amount of time that I spent in with him. But I what I can tell you is seeing his phone and knowing how it was blowing up. I, I don't you know at some point in time it almost makes sense. You know, a lot of people talk about these lists. You know, kids say you know oh top five, top six, top ten, top fifteen whatever the case may be. But in Mason's case, you know, when I asked him about it, he had to cut it down because if you don't cut it down, then you have schools and coaches from 30, 40, 50 universities reaching out every day. And that is just unbearable. You cannot go about your days like that. So you have to cut it down to a, to a, you know, more manageable number where you say, okay, these are the schools. These are the coaches that I'm dealing with. This is who I'm taking calls from or I'm calling and kind of go from there. So it was very eye-opening for me um, to see that firsthand. We filmed his commitment video. You know, um, I kind of knew some of the things that was happening behind the scenes when he was going. You know, he helped put me in contact with Corey Foreman, and I did, like, a little joint interview with him. And, you know, there, it's it's interesting to see, and, you know, the fa- fans don't get to see that every day that, you know, um, for example, you know, the interest for Corey Foreman to go to LSU was legitimate you know they did really want to play together and at one point in time LSU most certainly led for him but you know other things come into play you know you've got four or five six months before you actually sign from that moment and you know things change you know for example there's a like I said they had three five-star O-linemen on campus this last weekend and um, they loved it you know all three of them. I talked to I talked to one of the kids, and I talked to a, a parent from for one of the other ones, and they absolutely loved it. And you know, so it's it's you, you want to almost like you don't want to start dropping in future cast too soon because there's a long way to go. Um, but uh, you know, it, it played those those official visits and 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 things being open for the first time in 15 months. It really becomes um, a big deal when when you walk up to a school, you know, open the doors and boom, they, they've rolled out the red carpet, so to speak for you. And you're like, wow, this is what my recruitment should be like, you know, but things have been shut down for 15 months and it hasn't been. So, um, but back to Mason. Yeah. Um, he's a special kid, a special talent and, um, definitely one of the wildest, um, craziest recruitments I've seen in, in terms of the magnitude of it. And then, uh, we now have Arch Manning out here in Louisiana. And so, um, his is probably going to be um, just as big um, as Mason or Leonard's was um, six years ago. So now you're going to get an apartment beside 
Isidore Newman school, correct? And just be <laughs> over there all the time. No, I don't think I'm taking it that far. You know, um, I, I mostly cover LSU. For, like I said, you said LSU for rivals. And so that I, I try to stick to that. I'll cover some other kids here and there. Um, and obviously Sam Spiegelman, our, our national writer down here. Um, now he might have to be at Newman every day. Um, and luckily I'm sure, Sam, luckily I'm sure Sam, LSU's after Arch. Far. <laughs> oh yeah, they definitely are. I mean, they are, um, and a handful of other uh, other schools. You know, Clemson, Alabama. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, mm. The thing with him though is um, his family's done a really good job, and his head coach at Newman's done a really good job, kind of controlling it, in the sense of not letting it get as big and crazy and as it could be. Arch is not on social media. That helps, you know. Um, maintain a sense of normalcy so they've done a really good job kind of handling it and con and controlling it but yeah um sam lives not too far from uh, newman so yeah he'll be there quite a lot i won't be there every day though <laughs> <laughs> i got you well i know i know georgia has lots of connections to arch manning as well i'm a i'm a recruiting analyst for ugasports.com which covers georgia so everybody's after arch but speaking of quarterbacks julie uh, in that 2021 class, kind of a transition to the 2022 class, Garrett Nussmeyer was the quarterback out of Flower Mound, Texas, that they signed in that class. And I know yeah. everybody at LSU is excited about him, but I think one reason they may already be even more excited about Garrett Nussmeyer is, like I said, transition to 2022. Evan Stewart, who is one of the most dynamic wide receivers in the country, was seen working out with Garrett Nussmeyer. They posted pictures together, things like that, this offseason. So Garrett Nussmeyer already before he even plays is earning his keep there with the LSU Tigers by recruiting one of the biggest wide receiver targets, is he not? Yeah, I mean, um, Evan Stewart is definitely a guy that um, LSU is monitoring, and they would love to get him at one of their camps. Um, and I'm sure if he called today and said, hey, I want in, I'm sure um, they would make that work. But Louisiana has a lot of talent. Um, the 22 class in the state of Louisiana is just unreal with the amount of talent um, across the state, you know, from top to bottom. Um, and there's a good set of receivers here. You know, LSU already has the coldest Crawford committed. They already have Aaron Anderson committed. They already have A.J. Johnson committed, who is the teammate of um, Arch Manning at Newman. And then there's also Shaz Preston, who's probably um, – I think he's the number one – I think Rivals has him ranked as the number one receiver in Louisiana. He is not committed yet, but he is most certainly um, one of the top targets left on LSU's board, especially – um, in that wide receivers room. So, yeah, I, you know, LSU still has, has to, uh, you know, I guess reevaluate their board. You know, we, we, we saw a little shakeup this past week with Lucas Taylor flipping after he camped. He, he flipped from LSU to Mississippi State. So I think a lot of these schools, and not just LSU, but, you know, they're going to have these camps and their boards are just going to be completely flipped and changed. And this guy moves up, this guy moves down. They haven't seen these kids in person and, 15 months or longer. And so, um, you know, I think a lot of that's going to change, but yeah, uh, I do know, I mean, Evan Stewart's definitely a target of theirs um, where he, where they have him on their board. I'm unclear of that, but um, there's still some in-state targets as well that they've, they've got their eye on. And you've also put in some recent future cast for some players over there at Tiger Details as well, uh, coming off those camps. One in particular, a guy from the state of Georgia, 
Damari Austin, a running back. So talk to us a little bit about Damari Austin and kind of what happened at the uh, with over his visit that made you think, okay, uh, LSU might be the be the school here. Yeah, I, I talked to Damari before his official. Great kid, by the way. If you ever get a chance to talk to him and interview him, um, and you know uh, LSU has again. Let's go back to this. For let's start with the state of Louisiana. There's a lot of talent in this 22 class. Um, including running backs. There's Trevor Etienne, um, the younger brother of Travis Etienne, who, who obviously was drafted this past year. There's um, there's Trevante Citizen, another running back. I think Rivals just moved him into the top 50 nationally. Um, and then there's Le'Veon Moss out of Baton Rouge, who actually just committed a few days ago to Alabama. So um, Louisiana has a lot of running back talent, but they also have to look out of state from time to time, you know, just in case, like we, like I said, Moss just committed to Alabama. Um, you can't necessarily always bank on the guys you think you might get in state. So Damari Alston is a four-star out of Atlanta who um, is very high on LSU, and LSU has him high on, on their board as well. He took an official um, this past week. He was one of the six official visitors that first weekend. Uh, he was one of the running backs, him along with a, another four-star, Terrence Gibbs. Um, yeah, and, you know, I interviewed him beforehand, and, you know, I've been doing this for a while, and you kind of, there's certain things or certain phrases that kids say um, that you just get a little feeling on, and then when you start digging and you start, you know, asking around, um, you know, is he a take, what do you think about him, what are the chances, you know, um, and then when I spoke to him after the official, it was more, you know, positive um, positive things that he was saying. So, you know, sometimes you just got to go with your gut on those things and, and, and look at the other schools still in the mix and what he's saying and all, all of those things. And so when you add it all up, you kind of, you kind of roll with it. And that's what happened on that one. Absolutely. Now LSU ranked the number two class in the country. Like I said, what do you think LSU has to do for the remainder of this class? And I know there's a long time to go. Lots of things are going to happen. There's going to be people from every class decommit, commit. There's going to be all kinds of stuff that happens. Like you said, these coaches haven't seen these, these young men in 16, 18 months, maybe longer, depending on when they're last, you know, unofficial or how long they've been being recruited by right. LSU. What do you think has to take place for LSU to – come away with that number one spot in the, in the class? Well, I mean, you can't control what Ohio state does for starters. And uh, they've been on a tear lately with four, they have four or five stars in the class, 13 players committed. Um, LSU had 13. Like I said, they just lost a lineman um, who flipped to Mississippi state. Um, But I think they're okay. Because there's, there's bigger, there's bigger players here, especially with the um, new hire of Brad Davis. Like I said, there's five – I mean, that's a pretty big weekend. You know, let's let's talk about that for a second. They parted ways with their O-line coach, James Craig, two days before they have a camp. I mean, um, yeah, they, before they have an O-line, D-line camp and before they're hosting three five-star recruits. So, um, you know, if they can get some of those guys, some of those bigger names, you know, like I said, Kelvin Banks, Cam Dewberry, Julian Armella, those are three five-star O-linemen. I don't think they'll get all three of them, but – one or two, um, uh, five-star linebacker Sean Murphy out of the D.C. area. He took an unofficial. He visited, did a private workout for the linebackers coach, Blake Baker. Um, all reports sound like 
he's very high on LSU, and it might be down to LSU in another school. So they can get him. Um, and then there's a, a, a couple other players out there as far as, like I mentioned, Shaz Preston, a four-star receiver, and uh, Quincy Wiggins, a four-star um, DN out of Louisiana, who it seems like LSU is in a really good spot for. Um, You've you got to just keep going and keep building momentum. I will say that, you know, uh, the parent that I talked to for one of the official visitors, um, you know, he, the parent even said, you know, he can't wait to get back to LSU. Um, they literally, it, it's not a red carpet, but it, I'm just talking, you know, they give these players and these families, you know, it's like they're literally rolling out a red carpet in terms of how they treat them and everything from the time you step off the plane to the time you get back on the plane. is just like, you know, uh, you can't beat it. And LSU has done a great job over the years on these official visits. You know, um, Ed Ogeron is really engaging and um, easy to talk to and very likable when you meet him in person. And um, he, he treats everyone like family, whether he knows you, doesn't know you. Um, and so, like I said, when you haven't been on a, a, a visit um, in over 15 months, and it, it, for some of these kids, it's probably been longer because, um, you know, they, they might have, they were too young to take a visit. If at, ever. At that time. <laughs> yeah, they, they were too young or they weren't being recruited then because it's been so long. Um, you know, uh, you kind of, you know, you, you, get enamored you know with with how you're being treated um especially when you've been in quarantine for, for as long as we all were so um they do a really good job i think they'll continue to do a really good job they have a really good staff they've made some really good hires the talent is there in baton rouge um it's just about piecing it all together they have a good class going in already um in the 22 class with with um tackle will campbell and quarterback walker howard five-star Jacoby Matthews. I mean, these are these are big names in the recruiting world. And so those three guys especially um, are doing a great job helping recruit players to come to Baton Rouge. So, you know, they, they've got, like I said, four-star Harold Perkins is visiting there today. They've got um, Denver Harris, another big name out of Houston, coming in this weekend. So, uh, you know, they're, they're in the mix with them. They just have to, you know, it's a long way between now and signing day um and you kind of just got to keep it going throughout throughout the season and um and do your best and you kind of just got to send off those other players you know ohio state georgia the alabamas the the texas a&m's you know at the clemson's everybody that's kind of always there at the end you just kind of got to fight them off till the end i guess well if you cannot tell guys julie bodwin is passionate about covering lsu recruiting and she is also extremely knowledgeable one of the best in the business if you don't already if you're an lsu fan and you don't already subscribe to tiger details make sure you go over there and do that guys so you can follow julie's work so appreciative that she was able to spend some of her time uh in, in this just crazy time period for recruiting with us and um, come on recruiting every second. Julia, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate your insight you. and your time. Thanks for having me, Blaine. Hope we can do it again in the future. No doubt, uh, especially closer to signing day to see kind of LSU's number two right now. Uh, we're recording this on June 9th. We'll see where they end up in the rankings come early signing day. Absolutely. All right, guys, that is our feature interview and the end of this episode here on Recruiting Every Second, which is brought to you by Bet Online. So make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on this show. Follow us on Twitter using at recruiting underscore SEC, and we'll catch you next time. 
Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Oh, my charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.